0: Well, Jacob's preaching today. We going to give it up for Jacob? Come on up. I see he has a really bad joke in store for you right here. Look forward to that. So this is Jacob. He's our worship director at City Church. Um, he has done, he's been here for about two and a half years and went through all the season of 2020 with us. He's He's uh, done the setup and teardown at the YMCA and at the Stardust and at Armour Gardens and like this guy has just you know been full force. This is where God's called me, and I'm telling you like when you make that commitment, when you jump in with both feet, God just starts blessing things around you, and so you can ask him about his life. I mean, it's just been it's just been crazy, you know, in the last two and a half years, what God's done in him. But he's just been such a resource to this church. so can we just can we just give him a round of applause? <clears throat> Amen So he has a great word for us and uh, let's just go ahead and pray let's just open up our hearts and our minds to what God what, what he wants to say today. So Lord, we just uh, we thank you for the word that you've given Jacob this morning. Hmm. The promise that whenever we open up the Bible that it's alive and living, and it's true that it will speak directly to our hearts. And so, Lord, that's that's what we're expecting because that's a truth, that's a promise that you make. And so, Lord, we just pray for Jacob to uh, be able to convey that, to to be able to share his heart and his humor, <laughs> and um, in everything that that he that you've put on his heart to share to this church. We thank you for him, and Lord, I just pray that you would just even double whatever it is that you've been blessing him with over this commitment and this, this uh, value of putting, putting this church in his life and taking the initiative of just saying, you know what, I choose to stay. Um, I just pray that you would just bless him double w- the, the blessing that you've been giving him, even two times full, in every area of his life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Thanks.
1: Goodness gracious, that was amazing! You guys have a great rest of your day, and uh... <laughs> oh man, well, it's good to see everybody this morning. I've got one joke. Can we make it through one joke together this morning? We do jokes at the beginning of every message. There's just one today, so if you're usually like, "Hey, I'm just gonna like sit these first few jokes out, laughing," like I'm just gonna hold it until the end, it's all in. We just got one so you need to laugh, please. They asked Beethoven if he would write in his will for his music to be buried with him when he died. But he said no. He was afraid it would decompose. (laughs) Awesome. Perfect. All right. From there... We're going to go straight into the message. Um, we're going to be looking at Philippians three fifteen through 21. We've been going through Philippians. We're in a, uh, our series called Being Mentally Strong. And this morning, we're going to be talking about being mindful. Being mindful of what God's doing in our lives, being mindful of the people around us, and being mindful of how we can all live the fullest lives that God has for us to live. So right before we jump into the passage, I'm going to go ahead and pray, and then we'll go through the passage together. God, thank you so much for this morning, for your freedom. God, you're so good. Every single Sunday, you tie everything in together supernaturally, and uh, we just trust you in that process, and we, um, we thank you so much. We're so grateful. For how you do that in our lives, the things that we're all individually walking through, God, um, you miraculously bring us all together because that's your plan for the church. And so, would you just um, put the words um, on my tongue and help me to get out of the way so we can all hear straight from you this morning, hearing from your word about how we can be mindful of you in our lives, of of people in our lives of what you have in store for us. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's go through the passage. Philippians three fifteen through 21. All of us, then, who are mature, should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that, too, God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters, the Lord Jesus Christ, who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so that we'll be like his glorious body. Have you ever set your mind on something? Growing up, my siblings and I, we played a lot of video games together, like a lot. A lot as in my brother made video games growing up, and now he's the CEO of a video game company. A lot. There was one game in particular that I remember my brother and I playing for hours, weeks, and months on end. It's called Star Wars Jedi Power Battles. That's right, on the PlayStation 1. Old school. All right, so for this next... I'm just going to nerd out for a bit here. So if you feel like your eyes just want to like glaze off, just try and stick with me. It's all going to work out. It's all going to come together, okay? Okay. There was a co-op option available in this game. And Jordan, my brother and I, we would lightsaber and blaster our way through each and every level. It was so hard, but we made it through together. There were even unlockable hidden levels in the game that we would find. and. And we've got those unlocked, and we'd play through those. The last thing that I remember from the game was reaching a level in the game that was like a hidden level. And uh, we tried finishing it, and we couldn't, because the game broke from that point. It was an unfinishable level. I tried so many times to beat that level, too. I'd get to the end of the game. OK, I'll start over at the beginning of the game. Let's play with a different character and try. And but just went all the way till it broke. I remember reminiscing about this game with my brother a while back, and uh, (laughs) he told me he looked at the reviews of this game, and it got terrible ratings. People online were saying, like, it's unplayable, the game is broken, there's all these different issues with it, and uh, we just were so stubborn, we are like, no, we're going to beat this game, and we liked it, but apparently no one else did. But we kept pressing on all the way till the game broke. We did it together. Can you imagine the church being so unified that we would push through even the hardest obstacles together? Well, this is totally possible. But what are the things that get in the way of accomplishing that? Let's look at verses 15 and 16. All of us, then, who are mature, should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently... That, too, God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Take such a view of things. Last week we discussed Paul inviting us into doing the one thing that he does, which is forgetting what's behind and straining towards what's ahead. As we're doing this, the different points about the Bible and our relationship with God, God's going to make clear to each of us, because we're all pursuing the same goal together, listening and learning from one another through God's Word. But what is our goal? Verse 16 says, Only let us live up to what we have already attained. So, what have we already attained? Is it the things that we possess? Is it the knowledge we have? Is it the spaces we occupy? Is it the people we know? Isn't it easy for things to become complicated? I know that as a gamer, things can be very complicated. You need all the gear, the computer or the gaming console, everything up to date. You need the latest games. You need gamer friends. You need manuals, game walkthroughs, even the latest Mountain Dew in the fridge. That is very important. When I first moved back to the Quad Cities, I remember connecting with Ethan, Neil and Amy's son. He's played drums here for forever. He's off at boot camp right now. And uh, he's in, he was in high school, he just graduated. At the time, he was in high school and uh, found out he played video games. and I was like, oh, let me relate, you know, find a connection point here and play some games online. You know, this is my childhood. So um, we started playing games <clears throat> online and uh, it was so embarrassing for me Because A, my computer's now a dinosaur, and I can't keep up with the latest games, and everything's running slow, and then I have terrible aim with these games, and uh, I can't even keep up with high schoolers. Like, I used to close my eyes, and I could see Rock Band and Guitar Hero just scrolling still after playing hours and hours on end. And I used to have dreams about playing racing games that I did um, growing up, and now I can't even keep up with the young kids. (laughs) Feeling it. Ethan gave me a chance, but honestly, he was leagues better than me. And I know that's kind of a funny story, but it's a really, I hope it's a funny story. I guess I'm implying that. Anyways, it's a story of my life that I find funny. Uh, It's really small maybe to you, but it's something from my childhood that I felt like I had attained, and now I just can no longer attain that same level. So what about in your life? Maybe you've attained something in the past, a a sports championship. Um, Academically, you've achieved something. That relationship, that was perfect. You were the one that always had it together in your family. Or maybe from your family... There are things that you feel like there's a pressure on you. Well, my family always did this, so I need to do this. My family always achieved this, so I need to do that. How about spiritually? Maybe you've learned something in the Bible, and you've learned so much. Maybe you know so much about scripture, or you had a deep, radical encounter with God at some point in your life, and you feel like you always have to attain that same level And it affects your relationships, it affects your conversations, what you think about yourself. Or maybe this is all new to you, but you've experienced that same pressure from other people in their lives. So what is it that Paul is saying that we have truly attained? Let's look back to verses 10 and 11, which we read last week. I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participate in his sufferings becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. So the one thing that we have attained that we need to focus on is the resurrection from the dead, the good news that Jesus has done everything to make it possible for us to have a new life in him, which is the gospel. Well, that's so much simpler than we make it in our minds, isn't it? But how is it possible to keep things simple? Because things get so complicated, so easy in our lives. Let's look at verse 17. Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters, and just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. The us that Paul is talking about is Timothy and himself. Even the Apostle Paul couldn't model Christ-likeness on his own. We need each other. Isn't it easy to find ourselves wrapped up in our own stories, with our own problems, just thinking like, they just won't understand what I'm going through. We have this beautiful opportunity to be a people who can remember what God has done in our lives, what he has redeemed us from, and encourage others to focus on the amazing things that God has for them in their lives. We can't be mindful of others if our minds are so full of ourselves. We can't focus on, oh, God wants to do all these things in the lives of the people around us when we're just so focused on focusing on, oh, I, I, but I have to attain this, and I have to be this person, I used to be this, and when we're just so full of ourselves. Let's go ahead and finish the passage. Verse 18. For as I have often told you before, and now tell you again, with, even with tears, many live as the enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is in their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things, but our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ who, by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control, will transform our lowly bodies so they will be like his glorious body. Paul invites us into having a passion for being a people whose lives have been turned around by the good news of Jesus coming into our lives and changing us into being more and more like him. He wants to take whatever our minds are full of And fill our minds with himself. We can have minds full of Christ. So we can be mindful of his plans and purposes. And mindful of the people around us. So what is your mind full of this morning? What's your mind been full of this week? Fear? God wants to fill your mind with peace. Do you feel confused, confused about the Bible, confused about prayer? God wants to bring clarity. He wants to give us that new lens with which we read the Bible and we pray, that lens of Jesus' love. Do you feel trapped, maybe trapped in your mind? God wants to replace being trapped with freedom having a sound mind, total freedom in Jesus' name? Are you feeling so wrapped up in who you feel like you need to be that you can't really let anyone into what's really going on in your life? I'm sure there's other things that our minds are full of. Finances, things falling apart, the car. I'd just love to invite everyone at this point. Would you all just stand with me. And I'd love to just pray. Pray that God not only empties our minds of what our minds are so often full of, but fills us up with his mind, having the mind of Christ. So let's pray together. God, thank you for the boldness that you've given us just to be really honest with you. honest about what our minds are full of. Honest about what we need from you, God. We thank you for your spirit and for your presence, God, this morning. That we don't have to do the work, but you've already done the work. So God, for those of us who are walking in with fear Fear about not being enough, fear about not having enough, fear about not knowing enough. God, thank you that you're renewing our minds. That we can be full of peace right here, right now. peace that transcends all understanding, the things that you're replacing, God, are so much better than what we could ever imagine. And for confusion, God, that you would just make things really clear to us. bring the simplicity of the gospel back into reading scripture that you bring our prayers back to simple conversations with you God for anyone feeling trapped God you give us the eyes and ears to see that you've already unlocked the cage You've done all the work and so we just need to step out into your goodness, into your freedom, that regardless of what our circumstances look like, we can be free right now. Relationally, financially, that we don't have to run these stories in our heads trying to make sense of things for hours on end, but God, that we could just run to you and that we can be present with those around us. For anyone just wrapped up in identity this morning, God, that you would fill them with your love, that they're children of love, God, that none of us have to have it all together, but that we've already attained you. At this time, I would love to invite you. Maybe you're not sure if you've attained Jesus, and maybe you've never asked him to come into your heart before. Here's an invitation just to receive that relationship with Jesus. I would love to invite you, if this is your first time, or a thousandth time, just love to invite you to raise your hands that you want to receive Jesus into your heart, that you want to start that relationship with Him. Amen. Amen. Would you just say this after me? Jesus, Come into my heart, fill me with your love, make my life new in you, thank you for filling me with your heart. Well, let the words of um, the song Waymaker just fill your week. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I don't feel it, you're working. That we can not just, it's not that we just have to believe it this morning, but God's going to renew our minds each and every day. We get to take that with us into every situation. So God, thank you that you will recall the things that we need and that we know in the moments that we need them. We trust you. We thank you for the new things you're doing in our hearts and we thank you for the new things you're doing in our minds. Thank you for going before us. Thank you for being behind us, God. And we look forward to an amazing, new, refreshed week in you. Thank you for filling our minds with you, Jesus, so we can be mindful of the people around us and the things that you're doing in each and every moment. we pray all this together in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus.